1: now in Eddie. in the morning here at Iowa Catholic Radio 11:50 a.m. 88.5 fm and 94.5 fm we are streaming online at com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app no it's it's not december it's not january it's it's april You wouldn't know it from looking outside, but uh, it is what it is, huh? Father Andrew Winchettel coming up here soon, Iowa Catholic Radio Spiritual Advisor. going to talk about Sunday's Gospel. Boy, there is a lot going on in this Sunday's Gospel, a lot going on this Sunday just in general in the life of the church, so we're going to talk to him about that as well. John Gaffney going to be talking just about that too, some Divine Mercy Sunday resources that the Diocese of Des Moines has put out there. We'll have John, Director of Evangelization and Catechesis for the Diocese of Des Moines coming up. Up at about seven fifteen today, at seven forty-five, Bob Horton is going to be on. He's got a new book out called "Missionary Parenting," so we're going to talk about really what what motivated him to write a book on what missionary parenting is, and we're going to dive into it. What does it mean? What does it mean to be a missionary right in your own home? So we'll talk to Bob Horton about his brand-new book coming up at 7.45. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather, straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Sella. We'll have your saint of the day coming up in the second half hour. Jimmy, with your traffic as well. It's Friday, April 17th. My goodness, looking at it outside. It looks beautiful, though. I'm looking at my window right now. It it looks absolutely gorgeous, resting on the trees and everything. So uh, the good news is you probably don't have to get out much today. So we'll we'll see. Uh, Let's do it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God.
2: God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness
0: to your love mary mother of jesus and the church pray for us amen amen let's go to mark amadeo with your news and sports news and sports with mark
3: amadeo well sir well good morning john a beautiful friday morning after the overnight snow uh it's it's a camera person's delight photographers are gonna love this morning how many inches did we get last night Uh, We got anywhere between 2 to 4 inches here in central Iowa. Ames got just under 2 inches. And you go south, like Knoxville, 5 inches, Centerville, 8 inches, and yes, there were reports of 10 to 12 inches down in southern Iowa. So that was kind of the range, kind of what they expected yesterday. Yeah, we got what they they predicted, didn't we? We certainly did. So you don't have to get your snowblower going. Thank goodness the snow melted on most of the... uh, uh, cement, sidewalks, driveways, et cetera. Some of the roads are kind of slick this morning. Jimmy will get you caught up on that as uh, some of the interstates are partially covered with snow just outside Des Moines. So uh, you're going to see uh, some snow covered and icy areas. So be mindful of that. But John, by this weekend, it'll be all gone. Uh, 60 degree weather uh, f- uh, later on this weekend and uh, we'll be back to normal hopefully.
1: I hear it's going to be nice. That that was the best news of all, though, waking up and looking at the the beautiful snow, but then looking at the beautiful driveway that's not coated in it, so I was okay with that.
3: Yeah, and you're going to have to get the kids outside today and make those uh, final snowmen for the uh, 2020 uh, snow season. I'm going to call it right now. That'll be our final snow. All i right. I'm
1: right, right. I'm, I'm in.
3: I know this is Prediction Friday, and usually it's reserved for you, but I'm predicting it right now. That's the last snow we're going to see. <laughs> He's calling it folks. There it is. I'll hold you to it. That's right I appreciate that. All right, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO TV Channel 13 Weather Desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We have cloudy skies. There's some light snow still falling, 31 degrees, a north-northeast wind at 10 miles per hour, so that feels like temperature is down to 22 degrees. And yes, the roads are mainly wet here in central Iowa, although some of the interstates are partially covered with snow uh, if you're going east or west from Des Moines on Interstate 80. And obviously there was more snow south of Des Moines. So be mindful of that. And uh, the snow will be ending this morning. Uh, we'll see sunshine later on today. A high of 46 degrees with west-northwest winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight we could see a few showers, but it, after it'll, after that it will clear up. Overnight low of 30 degrees. The winds are switching to the southwest 10 to 15 miles per hour. So tomorrow partly cloudy, warm and windy for your Saturday. A uh, high of 58 degrees as we'll be benefit, benefiting from those southwest winds. And on Sunday partly cloudy with a high of 57 degrees. Well, in the news... On this Friday morning, unemployment claims in the state of Iowa last week were down from the record highs of the two preceding weeks. Now, the bad news is 46,356 folks uh, filed for unemployment unemployment claims. Uh, that is the third most for a week in the state of Iowa's history. In the last month, over 207,000 uh, people have filed for unemployment benefits in the state of Iowa. That figure represents 12% of the state's total workforce. Nationally, 5.2 million more people sought unemployment benefits last week. That's roughly 22 million people who have sought jobless benefits in the past month. That's easily the worst stretch of of. U.S. job losses on record. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And once again, all Iowa high school spring sports and activities have been suspended indefinitely. Uh, Praxis could begin on May 1st if schools can reopen, and we'll be hearing more about that here in the coming week, I believe. And that includes uh, girls and boys track, soccer, golf, and tennis. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we have cloudy skies, some light snow still falling, 31 degrees with a north-northeast wind at 10 miles per hour so that feels like temperature down to 22 degrees and today the snow will be ending we'll see some sun later on today a high of 46 degrees with west northwest winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour and this has been your iowa catholic radio news weather and sports on your friday morning john leonetti show coming up jimmy olson and he has your morning traffic report i'm mark amadeo
0: iowa catholic radio news and sports Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
4: We are going to start off with an accident to Highway 65 northbound at East University uh, there in Pleasant Hill. So that's going to create a little bit of an issue there. So just use some caution if you're in that area. Otherwise, lots of construction and wet roads. So just take it easy if you are headed out this morning. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at BDConstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Radio.
1: Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Father Andrew now. Hello, Father. Good morning. Good morning to you. There's a lot going on in this Sunday's Gospel. A lot. That's right. Yeah. Um,
5: so what we have here is, uh, of course, uh, this is a second Sunday of Easter, otherwise known as Divine Mercy Sunday, uh, as uh, instituted by uh, St. Pope John Paul II in his pontificate. And I think maybe what he was wanting to emphasize here is we already know about the resurrection. We celebrated that uh, last weekend, and that's actually ongoing for the next several weeks. Uh, but the, the big, uh, uh, um, I guess the new thing uh, after the resurrection is, is, I guess, think about what first makes this mercy divine compared to uh, any other kind of mercy is, is that it's, it's coming from God uh and what sets God apart from us, uh, a lot of things. Um but again he conquered death, something that we couldn't do, only God could do that. He conquered that by the resurrection. Uh and now uh in this passage we find out he's uh what he did on the cross, he conquered sin. Uh and now he's giving the apostles and by uh extension his is now uh down to our day, even our bishops, even us as priests now uh are charged with the mission of forgiving sins. And and you've got to be careful here too, is of course it's not really um, Father Andrew who's forgiving sins. It's God working through me to forgive sins. Uh and that is indeed divine mercy that uh, uh he doesn't hold it against us as long as we're willing to owe up own up to it and uh be contrite
1: and try not to do it again, uh, then he wipes that sleep clean for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you've ever wondered, friends, why the priest wears the stole, that symbolizes what it is, the authority that Jesus gives them in this gospel. John 20, verses 19 to 31, receive the Holy Spirit as he breathes on them whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. This is also why, friends, you'll hear the priest speak in the first person when he's absolving you, I Forgive you or I absolve you of your sins in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the priest will say Uh, that with speaking with the authority of God himself. And as you rightly pointed out, Father, it's one thing for God to extend his mercy to all of humanity, but he does so. Uh, through the priest so he does so in a very real way a, a way that you and i communicate every day through a body through a voice through ears that that we as uh, it comes to us as we are through in the very faculties in the way that we were made to forgive us of these sins that's right the incarnation the incarnational aspect of, of our
5: sacraments is those having those real tangible encounters uh with our lord jesus christ and uh, that's maybe why uh, a lot of this uh, business of people staying at home is so hard, maybe even more so on Catholics, uh, because we have those sacraments, and, and we're used to having um, having those, those encounters with a real person. Uh, and, and when we don't have that, uh, it's like some something, especially the Eucharist, is,
1: is greatly missing in our lives. Yeah, and then of course we we see this put into uh, play here with uh, Thomas called Didymus, doubting Thomas, as he will forever, uh, forever affectionately be known, I think, in the life of the church. But but here Jesus allows him, in His mercy, to put His hands in His wounds there, and I, I do say in His mercy, and I don't think it's any coincidence that this gospel is uh, chosen for Divine Mercy Sunday. God allows Him even in His doubt. Uh, even lacking that faith that the other apostles had to come to believe that he is the Lord again and offers that most beautiful prayer, my Lord and my God. Yeah, notice the, the Lord doesn't lay into Thomas. He, he allows him uh,
5: graciously to, to uh, put his hand, fingers and, and hand it to his side. And there's that kind of just image I'm stuck with that we're used to around here for our Christ Our Life conference. Uh, I don't know if it's Carvaggio or Virginia. I mean, it might be somebody else, uh, that that famous painting. Uh, and, and how stark is that reality of, of here's the risen Lord, uh, and he has the same body. Notice it's not a new body. It's that same one uh, that, that he died with on the cross. Uh, this time, however, it's glorified, and he's able to actually pass through
1: those doors in that glorified mode of existence. Yeah. A beautiful gospel this weekend, friends. Uh, Make sure to pay attention. Father Andrew Winchittle, thank you for coming on. Would you give us your blessing this morning? Welcome, certainly. The Lord bless you and keep
5: you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance
1: upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. When I do say pay attention, friends, I mean there's a lot of parishes around the Diocese of Des Moines that are streaming Masses right now. Maybe your parish is streaming uh, Mass. I know there's also a lot of Masses Uh, online from other parishes, but also other dioceses and bishops and ministries. So, uh, you know, hopefully this Sunday you're able to uh, stream a mass. I know my family, that's been uh, something that's really, uh, we've come to really appreciate the fact that we can just uh, virtually uh, there attend mass. And I know it's not like the real thing, but it is something beautiful, at least for my family, to rally around on a Sunday morning. Uh, Coming up right after this, John Gaffney, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. We're going to talk about some divine mercy resources here that we have in the diocese. And I didn't even know that there was a divine mercy committee here in the Diocese of Des Moines. So I'm going to talk to John all about that, Director of Evangelization and Catechesis for the Diocese right after this. John Leonetti in the morning here on this April 17th. It is a Friday. Thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. Now, Dean, he personally comes out, even though he owns this business, he's got a lot of work. He always comes out to meet and greet anyone that he puts a brand new roof on. Yes, and then he's there with his team, setting them up, making sure everything's ready to go. He's there afterwards, making sure everything went to perfection, even cleaning up. 963-4494, that's how he's been in business for the last 30 years. Residential re-roofs, 963-4494.
6: Support for programming of Catholic women now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance.
4: Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. Confluencebrewing.com.
6: Here's important information from the Iowa Department of Public Health. COVID-19 is spreading in Iowa. More Iowans will become ill. Most will have only mild or moderate illness. These people may not need to be tested. If you need to see a medical provider, call first. Don't just walk into the clinic. All ill Iowans should stay isolated at home until they don't have a fever for at least three days. Their cough or shortness of breath have improved, and it's been at least seven days since symptoms started. Questions? Call the COVID-19 info line at 211. Furnished by the Iowa Broadcasters Association.
0: This is going to be a glorious
1: Thank you for joining me, friends John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio Appreciate you being a part of the show today Here on this snowy Friday morning Coming up, Bob Horton at 7.45 Today he's got a new book out called Missionary Parenting We're going to dive into all of what that looks like uh, Parenting as a disciple of Jesus It's uh, really, I mean Domestic church is what we're going to talk about. So we'll have uh, Bob Horton coming up here very soon. All right, let's go to our next guest of the day, Director of Evangelization and Catechesis for the Diocese of Des Moines, John Gaffney, coming back to the show. Welcome back, John. Good morning, John. Uh, Divine Mercy Sunday in the Diocese of Des Moines is what we're talking about. I know there's tons of stuff going on, resources here uh, for us. But first and foremost, I didn't even know we had a Divine Mercy committee, John.
8: Oh my goodness, they have been so active, uh, for, uh, decades. Well, ever since, uh, Divine Mercy Sunday was, uh, uh was initiated, like, uh, Father Winschittle said, um, from, uh, uh St. Saint, uh, Saint John Paul II, uh, they got going, uh, under, uh, the tutelage of Monsignor Bignano and have just been doing some awesome things, uh, and, uh, huge celebrations of Christ the King uh, every Divine Mercy Sunday, and that's one of the reasons why we, uh, as the Diocese and Bishop Johnson, uh, um, wanted to partner with them so that uh, all the good things that they're doing, we made sure still continued, uh, and and maybe even a little bit bigger than, than uh, before, because we have to do everything digitally these days.
1: That is cool. I, I did not know that. Very cool. So there's um, there's a lot of stuff going on and a lot of things that are going to be broadcasting live, streaming on Facebook. Uh, let's just get right into it. What, what do we got? Well, um, so,
8: so our Divine Mercy Weekend Initiative 2020 uh, has actually three parts to it, John. Uh, so the first part is the broadcast schedule, uh, which uh, we can go through. Uh, the second part is the 24 hours of prayer. So we're going to uh, wrap our diocese, wrap the world in people praying the Chaplet of Divine Mercy from 5 o'clock on April 18th to 5 o'clock on April 19th. So that's the second part. And then the third part is a whole bunch of wonderful resources on Divine Mercy um, from, from our local Divine Mercy Committee, but also from wonderful uh priests and other organizations and it's both in english and spanish
9: very
1: cool okay so let's uh let's highlight i see that there's going to be six o'clock uh, or excuse me um father let's see where, where's the bishop going to be i'm looking here i saw it. okay eight thirty 30 a.m on sunday morning correct Correct.
8: So the big uh, Christ the King uh, Divine Mercy Celebration mm-hmm. happens at 8.30 on Sunday morning, April 19th, and that'll be broadcast live from uh, Christ the King's Facebook page. And we have a link, by the way, all of these things can be found on the DM Diocese, the Des Moines dot uh, org. Uh, website, you just scroll down to coronavirus and it's at the very top. It also includes Bishop's Divine Mercy message. But yes, he'll be there, he'll be the celebrant, and Father P.J. McManus will be the
1: homilist on uh, on that. Uh, yeah, that's so, so, a big celebration in the Diocese of Des Moines and on years past, right there at Christ the King. And unfortunately, we won't be able to be there in person, but we will be able to see it stream live on the Facebook page of the Diocese. Good for you guys. Correct,
8: correct. Now we're actually going to kick it off on the on, on Saturday, April eighteenth, beginning at four. Uh, we're going to head over to Saint Boniface's uh, Facebook page, and uh, for the vigil mass of Divine Mercy uh, from Saint Boniface in Waukee, uh, Father Chinna and and the great folks out there are going to kick us off. Then at six o'clock, uh, for people who have not ever experienced a vespers service, which is part of the uh, liturgy of the hours, the other official prayer of the church. Uh, we'll have a Vesper, evening Vespers with Deacon Tom Bradley and Deacon Matt Halbach live stream from St. Anne's Chapel at St. Ambrose's Cathedral. So, so that'll be really, really cool, uh, as, as well, uh, give people another opportunity to see the other, um, experience the other, uh, prayer of the church. And we'll have a worship aid that people can follow along and pray along with.
1: I see at three o'clock. I know I'm jumping ahead here, but I'm really sure. looking at uh, what Bishop's going to be. But I know there's going to be a Divine Mercy Holy Hour with Bishop Jones at three o'clock on Sunday.
8: There is so uh, so, and that's going to be uh, that's just going to be a wonderful opportunity. So so we'll have a Holy Hour, which also includes uh, um, uh, exposition of the Blessed Sacrament, benediction, uh, and uh, our very own Deacon Tony Valdez, along with Gina Gedler and Tom Quiner. Will be providing um, some some wonderful music and a sung chaplet of Divine Mercy will be included in in that holy hour as well, and a reflection uh, on Divine Mercy from Bishop Johnson
1: very cool so a, a, uh, a holy hour a virtual holy hour that you're going to be able to partake in on Divine Mercy okay. Sunday as well and as you mentioned the 24 hours uh, chaplet of divine mercy and that's beginning 5 p.m. on Saturday so what are the what are the rules of this do I just get to say a divine mercy anytime I'd like or are there special hours that we have here in the diocese how's that work that's a great question so uh,
8: so you most certainly the listeners can uh, just pick up and and pray their chaplet at any time during that um, uh, but we actually do have people signing up and right now, we just opened this up yesterday, over 80 people have signed up, uh, to pray at certain hours and then do a whole hour of the Chaplet of Divine Mercy. Uh, and, uh, the, uh, we're using Sign Up Genius and the link is on those resources. I think you've also, uh, sent it out on, on the Iowa Catholic Radio site as well. Um, but it's, it's, it's incredible. Uh, we're, Really focusing our Chaplet of Divine Mercy, uh, in, in four ways, uh, on imploring God's mercy on the world as it relates to COVID-19, to heal the physically ill, to rescue those in peril spiritually, and to intervene to cause COVID-19 to relent. And, uh, so, so we're, we're wrapping the, uh, the world in 24 hours of the Chaplet of Divine Mercy right here in the Diocese of Des Moines.
1: And for our Hispanic brothers and sisters, St. Patrick's Facebook page at 10 a.m. is where you're going to want to be. Yes. Yeah, we've for our um,
8: we got the uh, Mass uh, from our good friends at St. Patrick's in Perry. Uh, also at 8 o'clock, there'll be a sung chaplet of Divine Mercy um, uh, streamed on the Des Moines uh, Diocese Facebook page um, with uh, Marisol Guerra and Carlos Arreola, um, uh who will be uh, doing that. So, And then we'll have wonderful Hispanic uh Spanish language uh resources for individuals and families as well and and many English uh resources. So we're just yeah. expecting a wonderful weekend um and and focusing on our, our Lord and Savior Jesus and, and his divine mercy.
1: Yeah, the, the diocese has done a great job, friends, putting together different resources here, and I'm looking at a ton of them. Um, things like talks from Jeff Cavins, Understanding the Readings of Divine Mercy Sunday, uh, Divine Mercy Witness Talk by Ken Yazinski uh, out of Canada. I know there's going to be some stuff there from Mark Hart from Life Teen, and, and just so much more, again, uh, and uh, Spanish resources there, uh, too. So you guys have done a great job on putting together a whole lot. I'll tell you, if you're bored, uh, this Divine Mercy Sunday, it's your own fault. <laughs> exactly
8: exactly and uh, yeah. and we just appreciate the iowa catholic radio listeners and and uh, and thank you for uh, all the all the wonderful support uh, during these uh, challenging times
1: always here for you that's one of our main goals is to be the microphone for the diocese in our parishes tons of stuff going on you can go to the uh, diocese of des moines so dmdiocese.org uh, and then where do you find this um where do you find this piece here
8: so so uh when you get to our website just scroll down and there's a button type uh titled coronavirus uh and just click on that button and uh you'll get right uh Divine Mercy Sunday's right at the top of it. So so you'll be able to see that uh, you'll see a picture of uh um, of uh, Bishop Johnson uh from his uh, Divine Mercy Sunday uh, uh message to the faithful and and all the resources and also his wonderful letter. If you have not Uh, receive that letter
1: this letter is included in that as well super clean and easy to use friends this uh the the diocese of des moines uh, page uh and and website here and especially all the different uh, opportunities for you. you can go you see the bishop's response as john just said masses links to streaming online the sacraments during this time uh and much more so john gaffney director of evangelization and catechesis great for you guys thank you for coming on You're welcome, John. Have a blessed uh, day and a blessed uh, Divine Sunday weekend. You too, brother. Talk to you soon. John Gaffney, everyone. All right, coming up in the second half hour have Bob Horton uh, talking about his new book, Missionary Parenting, what it means to be a missionary in our own homes. And you may have grown kids, but I think this book might still be for you. You'll know why coming up at about 745, Bob Horton. All right, so let's get to it this morning here on this Friday. It's April 17th. Don't go anywhere. John Lee in the Morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Your full range of residential plumbing services in Des Moines. Household plumbing is vital for everyday convenience and comfort. Most of us don't know something goes wrong until it actually goes wrong. Trusted plumbers with the experience necessary to ensure an excellent job each and every time. GoldenRulePHC.com. That's GoldenRulePHC.com.
10: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John Jesus revealed Himself again to His disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. He revealed Himself in this way. Together were Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, Zebedee's sons, and two others of His disciples. Simon Peter said to them, "I am going fishing." They said to him, "We also will come with you." So they went out and got into the boat. But that night they caught nothing. When it was already dawn, Jesus was standing on the shore but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, have you caught anything to eat? They answered him, No. So he said to them, Cast the net over the right side of the boat, and you will find something. So they cast it and were not able to pull it in because of the number of fish. So the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he tucked in his garment, for he was lightly clad, and jumped into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, for they were not far from shore, only about a hundred yards, dragging the net with the fish. When they climbed out on shore, they saw a charcoal fire with fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you just caught. So Simon Peter went over and dragged the net ashore full of 153 large fish. Even though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come, have breakfast. And none of the disciples dared to ask him, Who are you? Because they realized it was the Lord. Jesus came over and took the bread and gave it to them, and in like manner the fish. This was now the third time Jesus was revealed to his disciples after being raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord That this isn't the first time Jesus appears to his disciples shows how eager he is for them to understand that he's alive again. John and Peter exhibit progressive faith, as John simply recognizes him, but Peter goes so far as to jump into the sea. If faith doesn't come right away for the people who walked with Jesus, then in humility we do well to know that it won't come right away for us either, and to practice patience with ourselves and one another.
4: Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio.
0: What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com.
5: God my
1: deliver the one, the one who carries our Join me, friends. How many in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Coming up, we uh, we have a a, a Local, um, and he's right there from Ames, and he's going to be on to talk all about his brand new book today. The book is—I thought the book was really intriguing—missionary uh, parenting. Bob Horton coming up here very soon. Bob is an active member of St. Thomas Aquinas Church in the Catholic Student Center in Ames, Iowa. Uh, so we'll talk to uh, the to Bob coming up here soon. Let's get to it, Deacon Tony. Let's offer our day to Almighty God,
2: God our Father. We offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today, so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your News and Sports. News
3: and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Well, sir. Well, good morning once again, John. Happy Friday to you on the Divine Mercy Weekend.
1: Yes, Lord, give us your mercy and allow this snow to go away.
3: Well, that's fine. It's going to go away probably mostly by today for folks in central Iowa. I, I want this, uh, uh, pandemic, this, uh, coronavirus pandemic to go away. Can you, can you move it up on your ladder there a little bit, sir? Uh, I'll
1: put that at number one.
3: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> snow looks great. People are out taking pictures today because it's all going to be gone by tomorrow, at least right up here. And it's down in southern Iowa. They got a little bit more snow, 10 inches down around Lamoni and, uh, Eight inches down in Centerville, so the Southern Iowa border got a little bit, of uh, quite a bit of snow. It might take them a few days to get by that, but here it's all going to be gone after today, maybe. That's
1: what I'm hoping for, and I know this weekend going to be a nice weekend to get out, maybe for a walk.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. Now, as I mentioned earlier in, that, in the top of the hour, John, you got to get your kids out to uh, build that snowman this morning. You can uh, delay homeschool just a little bit, and they can. Build the snowman, and only to buy this afternoon, watch it melt away. So yeah, you know, so. yeah, I think that's
1: probably a good idea. Actually,
3: <laughs> <laughs> not a bad time for that. Uh, should I mention you have any plans? You're not traveling anywhere. Uh, you're you're just kind of homebound, like the rest of us, uh, working that uh, self, uh, isol self quarantine. Excuse me, and social distancing. I'm
1: I'm right there with you, man. Nope, no plans. Just another uh, another day. Monday, Tuesday, whatever day it is today. You know, just another day. <laughs>
3: If it wasn't on the sheet in front of your computer, you wouldn't know what day it is, as a lot of people don't. But, yeah, it is Friday. I think so. I'm joking. You're darn right. hmm No, I know you are. I know there's a lot of people on that boat, so, yeah, well... Hang in there, folks. Lots of prayer, and it is Divine Mercy Weekend, so we'll keep that uh, in our prayers, too. And let's get right to it this morning from the WHO-TV Channel 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwell. Currently at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. We do have cloudy skies, and the snow, for the most part, has moved through. We do have some flurries. 31 degrees right now with a north-northeast wind at 10 miles per hour. So that feels like temperature outside is 22 degrees. And we did receive up to four inches of snow here in central Iowa. Uh, down in southern Iowa, they got anywhere from eight inches to a foot of snow down to, towards the uh, Iowa-Missouri border. And that snow should be ending today. We'll see some sun later on, a high of 46 degrees, with west-northwest winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight we could see a few showers, and that should clear off, and we should see clear skies by morning. Overnight low of 30 degrees. The winds will shift to the southwest at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Hour, and that sets up tomorrow, partly cloudy, warm and windy for your Saturday, a high of 58 degrees. Those southwest winds will be blowing in that uh, warm air from the south. And on Sunday, partly cloudy, dry, high of 57 degrees. And the extended forecast next week, highs in the mid to upper 60s, uh, Monday through Thursday on uh, the extended forecast. In the news on this Friday morning, well, unemployment claims in the state of Iowa last week were down from the record highs of the two preceding weeks. The bad news is 46,356 new unemployment claims were reported in the state. That's the third most for a week in the state's history. Uh, In the last month, over 207,400 people have filed for unemployment claims here in the state of Iowa. That figure represents 12% of the state's total workforce. Nationally, 5.2 5.2 million more people sought unemployment benefits last week. That's roughly 22 million people that have sought out jobless benefits in the past month. Easily the worst stretch of U.S. job losses on record. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And once again, all Iowa high school spring sports and activities have been postponed and suspended indefinitely. Uh, practices could begin on May 1st if schools can reopen. Uh, and That includes girls and boys track soccer golf and tennis once again from the who tv channel 13 weather desk meteorologist megan Selwall currently at the mercy one studios in des moines we have cloudy skies some light snow flurries that are uh, lingering 31 degrees with a north northeast wind at 10 miles per hour and today that snow will be ending we should see some sun later on today a high of 46 degrees with west northwest winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour and this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Friday morning John Leonetti show. Coming up, Jimmy Olsen, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Madeo.
0: Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Not a bad drive for us this morning,
4: just the wet roads, and you could run into some slick spots, especially the on and off ramps on uh, 235 as you're making that drive around this morning. Lots of construction, so do keep that in mind if you are headed out and about. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Today we might often pass right by someone who looked like today's saint. He challenged us to recognize Jesus in the least among us. Saint Benedict Joseph Labore today was the eldest of 18 children born to a modest household in France. He wanted to join a religious order and become a friar. But because of his poor access to education, he was unequipped to study alongside the other candidates. After several rejections, Benedict developed a new plan. He became a professional pilgrim, making his way from shrine to shrine, living off alms and sharing whatever food he could find with the other beggars around him and along the way. Eventually, his travels took him to Rome. There, his devotion and constant prayer earned him the nickname, The Poor Man of the Forty Hours Devotion. On April 16th, 1783, the day before Holy Thursday, Benedict passed away from malnutrition. Immediately, the people of Rome began to proclaim him a saint. He is the patron saint of the homeless. We ask today, St. Benedict Joseph Labre, to pray for us. Amen. What a story. Another one of those saint stories that you could make into a movie. Beautiful. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, appreciate you. Thank you for underwriting the saint of the day, a deacon right here in the Diocese of Des Moines. Experienced in wills and estate planning makes it easy on you because he does the work for you. Two two four one seven seven six. That's 515-224-1776. Rather long conversation I want to have with our next guest because I think this is good and we need it, especially during these times of being inside our homes with our families, a new book out called Missionary Parenting. By Bob Horton. We'll have him on. He's a local right after this. John Leonetti in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Don't go anywhere. Thank you to Five Sons Nature Scapes, landscape and design for underwriting the show. A Catholic family with a wide range of high quality hardscape services, including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, window wells, and more passionate about their work and service that they provide honesty and integrity you can count on 493 1060 5 com. That's 5 com. Your diocesan minute is right now.
6: This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Friday, April 17th. I'm Kelly Metra Collins. Celebrating a birthday tomorrow is Father James A. Encora. Father James is parish administrator at St. Patrick Catholic Church in Council Bluffs. Happy birthday. The Diocese of Des Moines is offering resources during this unprecedented time of the COVID-19 outbreak. Visit dmdiocese.org coronavirus to find spiritual resources, a list of parishes live streaming Mass, and much more. Also be sure to check out the Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page to watch Bishop Johnson's private Wednesday Mass. Bishop Johnson will also be periodically sharing written reflections and video reflections on the Diocesan Facebook page and Twitter account. And you can find a variety of national resources from the U.S. Council of Catholic Bishops at usccb.org slash coronavirus. And a large variety of resources are also available at catholiccurrent.org slash COVID-19. This includes daily readings, a list of live stream masses, and a link with free access to the Magnificat until the end of May. That's catholiccurrent.org slash COVID-19. Tune in to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson this morning at 9 a.m. Bishop will be visiting with Father Sebastian White, Editor-in-Chief of the Magnificat. That's this morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines and Kelly Measure Collins.
4: Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know when you support Iowa Catholic Radio, you can make your donation go farther by asking your employer about matching gifts? Ask your employer about matching gifts, and
7: thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776.
6: Support for programming of Catholic Women Now, partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance.
2: On this day of mercy, all the divine floodgates through which graces flow are opened. Therefore, let no soul fear to draw near to me, even though its soul may be stained with sin. The Feast of Divine Mercy is Sunday, April 19th. Jesus offers us extraordinary graces on this special holy day. It is like a second baptism, a complete cleansing of our souls, a grace we will probably never fully comprehend. Divine Mercy Sunday, April 19th.
1: Thanks for joining me today, friends. John Leanetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Big thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Yes, all the work they still continue to do to make sure that the children and families in the province of Limpopo, South Africa, are still being fed and still being taken care of. We are scheduling Dr. Jim Blessman on the show here coming up soon uh, to be able to talk about just that and how things have changed for them. But how they're still working and to be able to do the life-saving and faith-saving work uh, that they are doing right there in that province. So we'll have, uh, we'll have him on later on, I believe, next week. Thank you for underwriting the show, BlessmanInternational.org. Let's go to our last guest of the day, author of uh, the co-author of the book, Missionary Parenting, Cultivating the Six Key Relationships Essential to Your Domestic Church, Bob Horton. Hello, Bob. Good morning, John. How are you? would find, you wrote this with your book, nanette as well i uh, i I've never written a book with someone before, uh kind of like uh, tandem especially my wife. What's that process like?
9: Hey, it's great you know my uh my wife really likes writing, and she's really wise on especially on family yeah and so if you if you think about uh you know, if you're cooking a meal together uh in our in our family that means my wife does most of the cooking I add a little bit of spice to it and that's kind of how this book is she yeah, really I, did she really did a lot of the work on this book well it it looks like a great book it really does i know it's not quite out yet though right that's right it's uh still in production we hope uh, uh maybe by the end of may it would be out but uh people could uh look at a website uh, missionaryparenting.com and they could you know, express their interest that they'd like to know when it comes out. That's possible. I know you
1: talk about, as, as we said, the six key relationships essential to your domestic church, and I want to dive into a few of those, but what does it mean to be a missionary parent?
9: Well, I think uh, to be a missionary parent is to really you know, take on that call, like the Second Vatican Council says there's a universal call to mission, and our main mission field would be our family that we as uh, parents not, you know, not just rely, say, on the parish religious ed program, that we would take our children there and think that we're fulfilling our responsibilities, but, you know, just like in, in every case when we have a baptism at, uh, at, at church, we always pray for the mom and the dad to be the first and best teachers of the faith to the children. And so it, re- it means really to embrace that, that role, and to be the, the, the teachers, the first, the best catechists, you know, help them with knowledge part, but also to be evangelists to help them to evangelize their hearts, you know, to help them to know the love of the Lord and to help them to enter into a relationship with the Lord. So that they can well, let's get to some the of the faith.
1: keys, uh, Bob. What, what's the first key or the, the, the one that you like the best in, in a relationship essential to, to the domestic church?
9: Well, we we think the first key is that you know the parents themselves have to be Catholic disciples yeah. because you can't you can't give something that you don't have, and so you know we we take some time and you know talk you know through what that is, but we do it always. John in the book as relationships centered on Christ, because you know the as parents you have to be in that living relationship, and then that that will give you the chance to. As individuals and then you can take the next step the next step is as a as a married couple to have that relationship uh, with Christ as a couple now that's really interesting you know to go from a personal prayer life to a couple prayer life and, and all the other aspects of it and then finally you know, become missionary parents you want to really bring that to your children and help to form your children as disciples of Jesus. One of the things that I I
1: noticed, um, I'm kind of going off the beaten path a little bit here, but we've been doing our our family prayer every day. And um, we've just now started incorporating quiet time into our prayer. And so what we'll do is we'll try to remain quiet uh, for maybe three to five minutes. And that's not easy with a a seven-year-old and a four-year-old while I'm holding a a seven-month-old. Um, and, and when we first started doing this, it was a disaster uh, and, you know in the last couple of weeks. it was just chaos. you know the kids didn 't know how to be quiet. Joseph would do something to antagonize you know Gianna or you know something small and, and uh, you know they 'd laugh or giggle or anything. But then I noticed I started closing my eyes and and, and they started looking at me as I started closing because I had my eyes open before, but I started closing my eyes and my goodness, my daughter started closing her eyes then and, and actually folding her hands. it was a miracle. Uh, you know and, and so i I saw just what they were you know drawing from me as a parent, you know, not just words but actions, everything that 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 I was um that they were looking to. It was really a teaching moment for me as a parent
9: that's beautiful, yeah I think you're you're right on you're right on the mark there that our children really, really do watch us, and our witness to them is more than just our words, but it's our our attitudes, our behaviors. and and our actions all together.
5: But I think Um, the
9: thing that... Go ahead. No, please. Yeah, the thing I think that we should remember as parents is, you know, there's plenty of scriptures that tell us that God really wants to talk to children. So your idea of of having the listening, the quiet time, you know, to listen for inspiration in our thoughts or to, you know, hear interiorly the voice of God. and we can think back to Samuel, the boy prophet hearing the voice of God. Uh, David selected, you know, he, he he was chosen to be the next king when he was the youngest child. Mary, quite a young young girl, when we believe when the angel appeared to her. I think it's just important. Just what you're doing is beautiful, not just to to have the memorization of rote prayers, which are good and important, but to really enter a little bit more deeply in that relationship. And listening and the communication back and forth is really important. I want
1: to take a moment just to caution anyone that might be listening right now and thinking that this is just kind of a one size fits all. This is going to be easy and cake and, you know, it should look like this for every, you know, beautiful and easy and and should flow nicely. That's not the way it works, Bob. Uh, You know this. It's it's messy. You know, things that, that come up that we've never expected before. Uh, difficulties throughout this process. What I like about your book, though, is it keeps the eye on the prize, and you just are able to continue to take that one step forward. That's
9: right. And in fact, we didn't write the book as a how-to kind of a book. We wrote it as a vision. We wanted to give parents parents that you know have the desire to to, to have you know pass the faith on to establish the domestic church. We wanted to give them a vision, some steps, how to do that. But because it's all relational and it, and it comes down to the details of your children, your family, your situation, you have to you know, make choices and mold it for your you know, particular situation. So it's a vision book. It's not a how to do these three steps and you succeed. It's embrace this life of being missionary parents and establish a domestic church.
1: Yeah, as you said, it really does provide that clear description of God's design for for our families as well. Because, you know, our, our families are a microcosm, friends, of God himself. God is, the church says, the first family of love. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. The first community of love. And so what our family are, really what they're designed to be, is a mirror of that into the world. This is why marriage and family is at the center of the church's teachings. This is why the church harps on them. This is why the church wants to constantly get marriage and the family right and does everything they can to offer the support and resources, of course the grace and the sacraments to be able to do so and to be able to make that happen. Because again, when this is lived out the way it should, the world changes. Not just our our little families, but but my family has that impact to change the world. I know that might sound all, you know, nice and sweet and cute, but that's that's the very
9: design of the family that God intends you're exactly right that 's so beautiful john you've got it you've got it man
6: well, i'm is, doing my best uh, here right I, I
1: see that you're a uh, I, and I know that you 're a professor at Iowa State University. I did not know however it 's soil science, so I, I like the images on the uh, the website that you had cho- uh, that you chose and especially it uh, looks a little bit
9: uh, on your uh, you drew from that from the uh, cover of the book that's right we uh yeah we wanted to uh. Use some some themes in the in the book. You know, throughout the book, sprinkled in there are some you know themes about uh, cultivating our faith, like we do in, like so many of the farmers in Iowa. You know, cultivating the soil for their crops, and you know, we we use some different uh, scriptures about you know planting close to the water, so when times of difficulty come, you know you don't wilt, you can continue to grow and produce fruit. We, we use some different, uh, agricultural types of themes in the book that, you know, match up, you know, fr- from my professional side also.
1: It looks great, man. Missionaryparenting.com. The book is Missionary Parenting, Cultivating the Six Key Relationships Essential to Your Domestic Church. Bob and Nanette Horton. Again, the book's not out yet, but you can go to missionaryparenting.com, click on the top right button. Coming soon, get notified when the book releases. They'll send you an email when the book is released, and you'll be able to get it then, uh, hopefully by the end of May. Bob, thanks for coming on and sharing your great new book. It's always fun to be able to highlight authors, but also, it's fun to be able to highlight local authors in the church as well. So keep up the good work, brother. John, thank you. God bless you. You too. Thank you so Robin much. Robin and Horton, everyone. Missionary parenting. Yeah, I get I mean friends, this is this is vital. This is key. I mean, this is where we go as a church. You know, I I've often said before, you look out into the world and any problem you see in the world, any problem you see right now in the world is is a problem that can be traced all the way back. problems in the family you look at sacred scripture when things went wrong first and foremost where did they go wrong first they went wrong in the family you know the first murder we have in sacred scripture is between brothers you know so so we see this we understand this you know division there's so much division in the world we say there's division in our families You know, unforgiveness. There's so much, so many uh, people holding grudges in the world. We're doing that even in our family. So we get the family right. And again, we get that vision. We concentrate there. And it's not going to happen overnight, believe me. We have to do our own part in this, no matter who we are, no matter what kind of family that we have. And no family looks the same. But when we get that right again, one step closer, we start getting the world right. We get back to the way God intended the world to be. Thanks for that book. I'm looking forward to reading it. I know that. And thanks for tuning in today, friends, for another week outside of the Mercy One studio. We're here right here with you, friends, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at Iowa Catholic Radio. We're asking you to help your parishes, the Diocese of Des Moines, and many of their efforts that are still going on financially and spiritually in prayer. Also remember us, if you can, at iowacatholicradio.com. We make it easy on you to click and donate. You can do so. If you got an extra 10 20 bucks, you want to fulfill that pledge from the Spring Carathon, please do it goes a long way to be able to help us right now to continue to teach defend and evangelize the truth the saving truth of the gospel deacon tony would you give us your blessing
2: heavenly father protector of all who hope in you bless your people keep them safe defend them prepare them that free from sin and safe from the enemy they may persevere always in your love in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen Thank you, Deacon.
1: Everyone, have a great weekend. I'm John Leonetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.
0: Construction, Five Suns Naturescapes, and Blessman International.